The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in Japan, Israel, and Ghana, and in the states of Minnesota, California, and Florida. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. Today, your tip is to use personal prayer. Pray for what you want or need for guidance to release fear, to bring in hope, to give thanks, to heal, and so on. Since we have free will, your prayers will be even more powerful if you ask for assistance in specific ways. When praying directly to God, you can just say, I ask you, and then finish your prayer. When praying to your guides, angels, saints, Jesus Christ, and other spiritual beings, say, I give you permission in a positive way only to, and then finish your prayer. Even though your guides are always with you, they can be helpful in even more profound ways when you give them your permission. It's important to add in a positive way only because our prayers can be answered in positive or negative ways. I prefer the positive. We've all had enough of the negative. So I ask that my prayers manifest in a positive way only. 
My new workshop for January is titled Successful Manifestation. I decided to do this workshop because there are so many misconceptions and simplistic notions about manifestation. Consequently, many people get frustrated and give up just when their dreams are getting ready to manifest. To be successful at manifestation, you must first rid yourself of conscious and unconscious fears that would block your manifestations from coming into reality. You must truly believe that you are a co-creator of your life and that it is actually your job to ask for what you want. Then you need to communicate with the universe in a way that adds spiritual power to your manifestations and increases your chances of success. Lastly, you need to understand that your manifestations come at the time and in the way that you need them to appear. You must trust the process and look for the signs that everything is happening as it should. If you get everything that you want all at once, you will not be ready for it. Manifestation is a process, not an event. As you learn patience and gratitude for what you are receiving, you will start to notice the miracles manifesting in your life. In this workshop, you will experience strategies for releasing conscious and unconscious fears. Learn the most successful way to create a vision board. Receive specific instructions on the best way to write your manifestations. Learn how to increase the spiritual power of your manifestations. Gain understanding of the process of manifestation. We will meet at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas, Texas, Sunday, January 17th from 2 to 3.30. Go to my website, paulajoyce.com to register or to contact me for scheduling one like this in your community. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and prosperity and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Tobin Blake, who will talk with us about true healing. And last week, we had a fascinating show with Dr. Gus Kaufman on healing abuse in the LGBTIQQ community, which is sometimes referred to as the gay community. After the show, I received a wonderful message from Karen through LinkedIn. She wrote, did you hear me and everyone I got to listen cheering aloud over your show? It was leading edge and will change the lives of many who have ears to hear. Thank you. 
I really appreciated her enthusiastic response. I had been wanting a guest on this topic since I began the show in 2014, but had not found the right person until Gus. It was worth the wait. During the show, Gus commented that allies like me who are heterosexual are important for healing abuse in the LGBTIQQ community. This really resonated with me because in truth, we all need to be allies or we are part of the problem. There is no neutral ground. Hatred and judgment create fear and abuse in the world. Eventually, that negative energy affects all of us. If we can't change our attitudes and behavior for the sake of others, we must do it for the sake of ourselves, for our children, for the world. We are all at risk. What we truly need is more love in the world. It's the only cure for the widespread violence and terrorism. You do count. You can make a difference. Each and every one of us contributes to the well-being or to the destruction of the world. Every one of us has a choice, especially in this season of love, joy, and peace. I hope each and every one of you chooses to add to the positive energy in the world by re-examining your attitudes. You don't have to love, like, or understand the other person in their life choices. All you have to do is accept them as they are. That changes everything. I've learned to accept even my abusers. Accepting doesn't mean that I choose to approve or condone their behavior or even spend time with them. It just means that I stop judging them and wanting them to be different. Who they are and the choices they make is up to them. I have my hands full becoming the best person I can be. When I focus on my choices instead of someone else's, I'm increasing the well-being of the world. So in this season of miracles, I ask each and every one of you to change your attitude, accept what is, and spread love. That's the true meaning of all of the winter solstice holidays of light. Each of us can bring more light and love into the world and by so doing, save the world. So I ask you, who are you tired of hating or being angry with? Who are you ready and willing to accept just as they are? To listen to last week's show, please go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. My silver lining story begins with someone greeting me earlier this week with, I'm sorry you were treated so poorly by your ex-husband. There was a time when I would have easily fallen into a poor me blame and anger fest. Instead, I found myself saying, I'm not. It's what I agreed to before I came into this life. 
More importantly, I have learned so much and grown in ways that wouldn't have been possible otherwise. Those challenging experiences helped me develop the strength to get out and to create the amazing life that I have now. Life is a constant revelation with new surprises around every corner. For instance, on Sunday, I was scanning the digital version of the New York Times when I ran across an article that caught my attention. Run, hide, fight is not how our brain works. Gus had just mentioned that abused people often develop digestive problems because they didn't have time to digest their food properly with the fight or flight response causing them to always be on alert. This synchronicity added to my interest and led to a deeper understanding of myself and my clients. The new brain research shows that we are wired for freeze flee, fight. Our first response to danger then is to freeze. Having grown up with abuse, danger was always present. Consequently, the tendency for me to freeze got generalized and was not limited to what most people might consider dangerous situations. It helped me understand why well into adulthood, I held my breath or froze my respiratory system, when someone yelled or I felt fearful. It took me years to retrain myself to breathe through challenging situations and to breathe deeply into my belly rather than taking shallow breaths into my upper body. It also seemed to explain why one of my digestive problems is that food gets stuck or frozen in my esophagus, not being able to move up or down. This new understanding is helping me release this old pattern. As I connect the fear to the origin of these physical problems, I am able to heal them. And since everything is connected, as I let go of old fears, my digestive and respiratory problems are healing, which in turn allows my scoliosis to heal. As painful as all of these physical difficulties are, there's a part of me that's absolutely absolutely fascinated by the healing process and how I get new pieces of information just as I need them. I feel like I'm running a science experiment on myself, a fascinating development for someone who barely got through her science classes. So, no, I don't feel sorry for myself or the abuse in my marriage. The silver linings are too numerous and too profound. An easy life would not have forced me to dig deep, just like the clam who needs that grain of sand to grow a pearl. People need challenges to grow their strength and find the best parts of themselves. And I have to accept my own role in the way my life evolved. I chose to stay in that marriage for 36 years. Yes, I can tell you all the reasons why it's amazing that I got out at all. That still doesn't exempt me from facing my own poor choices. And having said that, I have to follow it by saying that those poor choices led me to learn about different ways of living, different philosophies of life, how the spiritual realm works, about healing and about my own hidden gifts and talents. No one is more surpri surprised than I am by how much fun I'm having with this radio show or that I'm the same person who would freeze in fear when asked a question. And there we are with another kind of freezing response. As in my tip of the week, my life started to change 
when I changed my prayer. Instead of asking for that marriage to be good, I started asking for my own happiness. Even in my darkest moments, I believed that there was a better way to live. I never gave up hope that my life could be better. I never gave up on myself. In the moment of saying that prayer, I made a choice. I chose to live, not just survive. That set me on a path of releasing my fears and filling with love, love from God or source, to use Tobin Blake's term, love from my healers, and eventually love from myself. At some point, the balance tipped and love became dominant. One of my clients, who is also a listener, revealed to me this week how a prayer helped her change her life as well. She said she started asking to see the truth and to have the strength to deal with it. This set her on a course that gives her the truth she needs as she develops the strength to handle them. This client also listens to my show. She told me how Just listening to the strength in my voice as I talk about my own healing helps her grow stronger. I am grateful for that feedback because that's one of my main goals. I want you to catch my strength, self-empowerment, and joy. Enough suffering. It's time for the good stuff in life. I know that all this information that I've been gathering about my own healing and all the connections that I'm gathering are leading to something, but I don't know exactly what. Not everything can be revealed to us. What fun would life be without some surprises, some good surprises, that is? I've had enough of the others, which leads me to Introducing our guest today, Tobin Blake, who really understands this world of healing. He's the author of Everyday Meditation, 100 Daily Meditations for Health, Stress Relief, and Everyday Joy, which was selected as one of the best books of 2012 by two different sources. His most recent book is The Healing of Jordan Young, A Remarkable True Story and a 21st Century Spiritual Guide to Healing. Tobin has studied various spiritual traditions and has been meditating for over two decades. He is a longtime student of A Course in Miracles and the Mind body connection. He has appeared on numerous radio and television shows and has led workshops on meditation and spiritual awakening. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, Successful Manifestation. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Then go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tobin Blake to talk about true healing. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. 
for a fresh perspective? From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call one 866 472 5795 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what you want to heal in your life. And now I'm so pleased to welcome Tobin Blake, who is here to talk with us about true healing. Welcome, Tobin. Namaste, Paula. Thank you so much for having me this morning. And I just got to say, woo-wee, what powerful words. I've been listening in. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, Well, and so let's move right into the powerful words and information that you have for us on um, uh, the healing of Jordan, how it emerged. Yeah. Well, it was something that really took me, um, caught me quite off guard, and I must just put that right out there. You know, I had been studying meditation and mind-body healing and whatnot for many, many years when uh, Jordan came into my life, and he was dating my daughter, and he'd really become a part of our family when he was diagnosed with an aggressive form of lymphoma that ultimately matured into lung cancer, and um, he became at some point expected not to survive, and um, incredibly, over this, this journey that we took together, he, he actually did survive. Um, so it was, it was quite a remarkable experience that really bought, brought 
my theories about mind-body healing to fruition and just brought them into reality and showed me the truth behind them. Would would you share with us? There was one such power, uh, such a powerful scene, and you're such a beautiful writer. Not only do you have so much important to say, but you say it so beautifully. So I thank you for that. And you described the scene where Jordan was getting um, horrific news, and what the nurse did, who had been um, helping him in the ICU unit. Yeah, that was a very powerful moment. So um, at some point, as I said, Jordan's uh, disease spread to his lungs, and um, he was not expected to live. And there was a moment where the physician in charge there, at this was in the ICU unit, ICU unit up in uh, Portland, Oregon, um, came in to talk to him and, and, you know, just sort of give him the talk with a capital T prepare him to, to expect the worst, you know, and uh, the nur- there was a nurse in there with us and also a social worker, and, um, you know, I, I don't remember exactly how he worded all this, but, you know, when he when he was done, he said, the doctor said to Jordan, do you, do you understand what we're trying to tell you? And Jordan said, you mean I'm not going to make it? And um, there was a very powerful moment there where we all just became instantly silent, and it was as if we were transported um, to, you know, another dimension. It felt like a timeless dimension. Um, and we just all laid our hands on Jordan. And the nurse then immediately afterwards came over and she laid herself down on Jordan's chest and she looked him directly in the eyes and she said, nobody's given up on you here, something to that effect. And um, it was only moments after that where I, I had the privilege to witness where Jordan actually made a silent decision that despite everything, he was somehow going to live. And I felt like that was a decision he made with his soul, you know, the deepest core root of himself. And um, the most remarkable part of that was uh, he then proceeded to survive this this disease. I, I, I... Yes, and it's so beautifully um, described, and I I believe that really in all instances of healing, in the end, it is our soul that makes that decision and provides um, the fuel, the energy that allows us to heal in whatever way our physical self um, will allow. Right. And, you know, that that's a part of the key here. Um, so the decision gets made at a very deep level, and, uh, and then the healing will come about in one way or another. And I say this in the book, and I, I word it in, in such a way that um, to point out to the readers that somehow, some way, that healing will come about. So it may be uh, spontaneous healing, as does occur in some cases, but, you know, it might not be because... Not everybody is, is necessarily prepared to accept spontaneous healings into their belief system without fear. And fear really is something that negates healing. So they, they don't go hand in hand there. Um, in any case, the idea is even if it's not spontaneous, something will come about to bring that healing. In other words, the right healer will sh- mysteriously show up into the patient's life at just the right moment 
or they'll find themselves in, in the right facility or the right medication will be found or a medication that hadn't worked before will begin working. So somehow, some way, that healing will be brought from the metaphysical realm into the physical aspect of the patient. And, and you talk about um, love as, and love thoughts as being so important. There, there aren't many people um, who talk about love. And, and I noticed, and I want to make sure our listeners know, that both Dr. Bernie Siegel and Dr. Larry Dossi wrote recommendations um, for your book, which is what caught my attention initially, and they were exactly right. So I'm really glad that um, that uh, that I got to you through them. But, um, you know, they talk about the power of love, but it's not um, built into the medical medical system it's not common language or um or 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 techniques that are used along with chemotherapy indeed you know there's there's a wonderful story here um that kind of relates to this and I, I, i'll share it now there are a lot of instances of uh, unexplainable healing one of the earlier ones that i found that was very well documented was of this man who was diagnosed with cancer and he wasn't expected to survive more than a few months. Well, this man decided that he was going to do the thing he loved most for the rest of those months, which was laughing. So he went out and he rented a bunch of uh, funny um, TV shows and movies, and that's all he did for those months. And the most remarkable thing was that at the end of those months, um, he wasn't dead. <laughs> and so he went back to his doctor and he said, Hey, doc, something's wrong. I'm not dead. And the doc said, okay, I see. Well, let's, let's figure this out. So they gave him some tests, and they had found that he had actually laughed his disease into remission. And um, it was quite a remarkable thing. And I read that in the psychology textbook. So it was a very well-documented case. But joy and love are the most healing elixirs. And joy and love just go together. They stem together from the same place. And... and um, you know, some of us, we, we sort of intuitively know this, but we don't realize just how powerful a medication that is. It really changes our entire perspectives on life when we feel accepted and loved by another person or even, you know, the sharing of love uh, from an animal, um, all of it. It's all the same. But um, what it does is it realigns us with certain laws of healing that are fundamental, which for one of them is, the patient must want to heal if the patient is actually going to heal. And that love helps to reestablish our sense of, of um, caring for ourselves and the belief that we deserve to heal. These are all fundamental aspects to true healing. So that's a part of what love does. But just one more thing to share with you in regards to this, because I feel like it is such an important note here. It's a keynote in, in regards to if we want to heal truly, meaning at the deepest level. Love realigns us with our highest self, which is a direct extension of source, or God, as some people like to call it. Um, and as every mystic, virtually every mystic throughout time, has pointed out who has come into contact with God's presence, the closest emotional equivalent to um, the presence of God is our experience of pure love. 
So that is ultimately why I believe love is such a powerful healing elixir. It reconnects us with God. Yes, and I, I, I agree with you. And along those same lines, fear and love cannot occupy the same space. And so you also talk about the power of releasing fears and fear-based thoughts to, um, to bring in more love, that the two kind of go together. Oh, yes. Um, and that, that's, a, that's a great point, and thank you for bringing it up. You know, a lot of people just think uh, that their lives are filled with a lot of neutral space. And by neutral space, I mean you may think that nothing is happening. But the truth is your mind is always active, and your thoughts are incredibly powerful, whether or not you're aware of that. And in that space of your life, what we call our lives, um, is always one or two, one of two emotions, and it's either fear or love. Those are re- all the other emotions that we can identify in the human spectrum. Really, can fit under one of those umbrellas, either fear or love. So, at any given moment, we we are focusing on projecting that and accepting that into our lives and, and giving it to other people, either fear thoughts, uh, anger thoughts. Um, you know, everything uh, negative you can imagine, guilt-based thoughts, etc., or love-based thoughts, uh, forgiving thoughts, compassionate thoughts, and so on. And the more of the fear-based thoughts that we are projecting and accepting into our lives, which happens simultaneously, um, the more prone we become to various physical diseases as well as emotional diseases and psychological diseases. But when we release that, that void is instantaneously filled with its opposite. So uh, love instantly comes into our awareness, whether that appears to us as joy, as happiness, a connection with another person, or, or however we end up interpreting that and bringing that form into fruition in our lives. Yes, um, and I think... Some, I I agree with you, and I think some people, though, may be having trouble understanding how guilt, for instance, is a form of fear. Right. Well, you know, guilt is ultimately the, um, I believe, after a lot of um, um, experience with this, the most self-destructive uh, emotion that we experience as human beings. Um, it is literally anger taken and turned around and redirected towards ourselves. So in, in anger, you can think of it as the reverse, as guilt taken and projected outwards towards another. And, and if you think, think about it, when you are angry with another person and you're attacking them, you really want them to feel guilty about whatever they've done in your perspective. Um, so that's how that works. So basically, anger is, is uh, or guilt is anger reversed and used against yourself. And this is a self-attack, and that's why it's so destructive to our emotional happiness and to our physical well-being. Um, so one of the things that I suggest when anybody is dealing with any kind of illness, um, and once again, all of these are the same, whether it's mental, emotional, psychological, or physical illnesses, 
Um, one of the things we really need to focus on is uprooting, meaning really digging into the dirt of our, our lives, uh, getting into our minds and our motivations and our feelings, and seeing if there's any sense of guilt there that's lingering that may be contributing to whatever it is, whatever negative experience we happen to be having at that time. And by pulling that uh, sense of guilt up to our consciousness, whether it's guilt that's attached to a specific event, you know, something we've done in the past that we haven't forgiven ourselves for, a mistake, or if it just seems to be residual guilt that's in the framework of the ego itself, um, in either case, we need to pull it into our full awareness and let it go, um, somehow uh, forgive it using uh, self-forgiveness. So forgiveness for another person and self-forgiveness really go hand in hand. Um, Forgive yourself and forgive others um, are are really uh, two sides of one coin. But that's how we let go of guilt, and it is a critical step in the healing process. Uh, Absolutely. And I think I've also done a lot of thinking about guilt because, of course, mothers have (laughs) their own um, built-in share of guilt. So, But I think at base under it is that fear that we're not good enough. As you say, that we made a mistake, that somehow we're responsible. It's as if we're responsible for everything and therefore... Um, the fear that we've messed up, we're not good enough. And, and I think that as we root that out and really look at it and allow ourselves to be human, um, we can let go of this feeling that somehow we've messed up. Yeah. Uh, and... <laughs> I, I like the way you say, you know, mothers are very guilt-ridden, but, you know, the truth is we all are. And um, we all have our particular reasons for justifying our sense of being guilty. You know, everybody does. And every human being um, throughout history has made some mistake. It's not simply not possible to be an uh, uh, occupant in this world, a member of the human race, and and be completely mistake-free. And mistakes lead to that sense of guilt, and we just pick it up. And, you know, there's something that I call um, the, uh, and I used to teach this to my students in meditation classes, the cosmic garbage bag. And we're all born with this. We don't even know about it. It's invisible. We can't see it. We're all born with this garbage bag. And the moment we step onto this planet, we begin filling up this garbage bag. And what do we fill it up with? We fill it up with garbage. (laughs) And our mistakes, our sense of guilt and other people's mistakes and our anger towards their mistakes. And, you know, all of these things, all the ugliness in the world goes into these, these cosmic garbage bags. And over time, what happens is these, these garbage bags get really, really full and really heavy. And we continue to cling to these things, dragging through them through life, when in actuality, all we have to do is let go. <laughs> That's it. We just have to let go. Uh, and leave it all behind. But in order to do that, you also have to realize that you have to be willing to let go of your grievances against others. Otherwise, you are going to hold on to your own because your grievances against yourself and your grievances against others are all in that garbage bag together. So that's why I said before, forgiveness and self-forgiveness really are two sides of one coin. Um, so, uh, And another way to think of this is just real simply like this. Time is not your enemy. 
time flows through your life and it sweeps the past away, it sweeps the past clean, every instant, every instant of your life is brand new. It's fresh and clean. And right now, completely mistake-free. It's only the mental clinging, the mental clinging to old mistakes that keep guilt alive in your own mind. So all you have to do is let that mental debris go and let time do its natural true job, its true function, is to sweep it all away into the oblivion of the past where it will easily disappear and then you emerge as a fresh, clean person, which you have always been. You've just lost touch with that. Uh, exactly. In, in fact, and we're about to go to break, but I um, just wrote a post that as we're cleaning our closets, we need to clean our minds as yeah. well. So. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? It's even more important than cleaning your closet. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for um, helping me release my mother and Jewish guilt that it's just <laughs> part of the human condition. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> so I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and barriers to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, and getting what you truly want in life. You will also get advance notice about every show episode and the on-demand shows. Now on your paper, write down what you're going to do to begin your own healing. Stay tuned, and maybe it's with releasing guilt, just letting it go, as Tobin said. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tobin Blake to talk more about true healing. Be the change. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call one 866 
1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you wrote down what you're going to do to begin your own healing. And I'm so glad that we're here with Tobin Blake to talk more about true healing. Also, I want to tell you that if you want to receive daily inspirational thoughts and quotes or to learn more about Tobin Blake and his work, you can connect with him at facebook.com slash Tobin Blake. So welcome back, Tobin, to this um, last portion of our show. And I was wondering if you would talk with us about this um, spiritual dimension of healing? Yeah, yeah, that that is an important topic, and I think, excuse me, (laughs) everybody needs to to learn a little bit about this, and I should just say for those of you who are joining us live today, hey, uh, it it is Christmas Eve, it's the morning of Christmas Eve, so uh, happy Christmas Eve to everybody, and um, the timing of this interview is great in this particular topic on, topic on Christmas Eve because Christmas and um, all these celebrations um, that, that occur during this time, Hanukkah and everything else, is really about the birth of holiness into our world and into our own lives. That's truly what, what Christmas means to me. And there could be no greater representation of that than entering what I call the healing dimension. And the healing dimension is really a space that exists within us, and it's all around us. Uh, It is the true realm of life. It is like the playing field upon which all of life is based. And while you can't see it necessarily with your physical eyes, you can feel it within you. And the ultimate healing is about letting go of all your barriers and limitations and quieting down and just learning how to reconnect with that space. There are great moments where people become completely silent for just a moment internally, meaning their internal dialogue quiets down, and their sense of barriers and their sense of limitations just all drop away, and suddenly they find themselves in this dimension of experience where they essentially remember their connection with all of life, and that is where true healing occurs. Um, so when people, when healers are trying to help somebody recover or when a patient's trying to recover themselves, this should always be the number one goal of just helping the patient to reconnect with that space, even if for a moment. Those moments are so powerful that regardless of how it comes about, that's when the healing will occur. And so I'm curious as to how do you explain or how do you, um, well, let me talk about the negative side of this, is that some people blame themselves for their illness or others do or blame themselves if they don't survive. I mean, if it's that quote-unquote simple 
to cure illness, then what happens if I get um, a terminal diagnosis and I die? Well, let's be clear here. You don't die. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's one thing that um, needs to be prominent in your mind. It is true that, of course, our bodies are not meant to last forever. And it is also true that there will come a time for, for each and every one of us when, um, you know, we, we don't survive some illness or some catastrophe. In other words, when our body, quote-unquote, dies. Um, and basically when this happens is when in our current incarnation, in our current lifetimes, we've learned all that we can from that experience. And um, it's time to move along either to another um, higher realm, to an awakening, or perhaps we'll continue on in some other form. I can't really say. But um, in, in either case, um, that's when your body is simply going to die. And it should be noted, too, that you know, death, while we're terrified of it in our society, it's actually as, as natural as birth. And there's a great story, and I, I don't even remember where it comes from now, but I, I'd just like to share it for a moment because it's just such a powerful thing. Um, when people die, we all cry, you know, and, and we wave our hands, and it's as if they're sailing away from us on a, a ship. And we say, there, there they go, there they go. And on the other side of that, are all their loved ones, people who have loved them for eternity, waiting as that ship comes over the horizon. And they start jumping up and down in joy and saying, here he comes, here he comes. So it goes both ways. Every death is a birth, and every birth is a death somewhere else. I say in the book, when we all think that when we die, we go to heaven, you know, if that's our belief. But the truth is, when we die, we come to Earth. It's Earth that is the, the land uh, of death, and that's why it seems to be all around us while we're here. But regardless of the seem, what seems to be true, none of it's true. Um, we are eternal beings, and what we are in truth cannot die. So there is no death, and there is no need to blame uh, anybody who, uh, whose time has, quote-unquote, come. It's simply time for them to move along. Um, but in the case where it's not time for us to move along, then it is true that we can, we can heal. It does come down to uh, a matter of becoming very honest and vigilant with our thinking, changing our thoughts about sickness and health and recovery, and um, really purifying our lives as best we can. And then when we're able to do that, truly all things become possible. When you're able to purify your life to the point where you can reconnect with spirit, all things become possible. And, and I think that brings up the difference between healing and cure. That right. one, So go ahead and, and talk about that, please. So when we talk about cure, we're really talking about symptom cure. So... When we're sick on a physical level, it has to be noted here that, uh, and this is something scientists have observed as well, the body and the mind are really one. They're one thing. There is no disconnect between the two. Um, one scientist named Dr. Pert, Candace Pert, stated it very beautifully in one of her books. She stated that 
based on all of the evidence, the body is the actual physical extension of the mind in time and space. Truly an incredible statement. So what this tells us, if there's a physical illness somewhere in our body, there must be some corresponding element in our emotional uh, state and in our mental state. So if we can figure out what that is, you know, the emotional element, and let that be healed somehow, some way, the physical part will correct itself. So when we talk about curing, we're talking about just curing the symptoms of the body's sickness without addressing the deeper roots of that illness in the, what I call in the book the head and the heart of the individual. In order to truly heal, we need to address what's broken or, or what's sick in, in the mind and in the heart of the patient, and then the true healing will occur throughout the organism from the mind and into the body. I love the way you said that because, and and we're coming um, up on the end of this section of the show, but um, that if we cure the symptoms of a disease, it's going to reappear or something else if we don't get to that deep healing that you're talking about. It's like not pulling the roots out when you're pulling up a weed. The weed's just going to grow right back. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you so very much. Um, This was really fascinating. And I also appreciate your sharing your meaning of the holiday. I think it's just so beautiful and one that I will remember. So I wish you a Merry Christmas, Tobin, and thank you for being with us. Thank you, Paula. And I want to thank my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page and to my store to purchase Tobin's book and my book. And learn about my resources, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, the Om Awakening, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, heart, and spirit, resulting in faster progress and profound healing. Click on the link to register for my successful manifestation workshop, then go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email with your commitment to yourself. As you begin to experience success, please send me another email so I can read it on the air and we can celebrate together. Those of you who live in Dallas can join my meetup group, which will meet um, the first uh, Wednesday of every month. Next um, month, it's January 6th. 
And please join us next Thursday when Dr. Bernie Siegel joins us for his fifth visit, this time to talk about the healing love of animals. In the meantime, if you have a difficulty in your own life or an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at 214-736-4460 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Wishing all of you happy holidays, happy new year, and have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.